0: to the 125 Roller Coaster Challenge Trimmed and Staple Podcast. I'm Paul, and I want to start off this episode by basically apologizing to everybody. We are two to three days delayed from when we like to do these. We like these to come out on Tuesday. This one's a little bit later, but there's a reason for this. This was actually the most difficult episode I have ever had to do. Now, it wasn't because there was a lot of challenging aspects because it's a unique park and all this kind of stuff. It is all about Gwazi over in uh, Connecticut, but the main reason why this was such a challenging episode was when we did the first year of the 125 Roller Coaster Challenge, our entire focus was getting our coaster credits, and this park was basically a hit and run. So if you're familiar with our last episodes that we did, it was over in July, and we just got done with Six Flags New England, which was a key park for us because we knew we could get a lot of credits there. Well, the next day, we decided to do two parks in one day to get to our 120 5th Coaster. And the first park we went to that morning was Guazi. And because we did two parks in one day, we really just were only there for about an hour, hour and a half. We actually did a hit and run. And that is really sad because this park, it's sadly forgotten, which is what the title is, is because I remember some aspects of it, but I don't remember as much as I should. And this park really deserved more. And this park and Waldemere are actually the reason why after our first year, we continuously went back and back and back to smaller parks, and we actually would spend at least a half day to almost a full day. So when we've gone to Seabreeze over by Rochester, we spent pretty much half a day there and did everything we could. When we went to Lakemont, we spent four or five hours there, and the main reason why we do that now is because of Guazi because now looking back on it, we really don't remember as much as we should. So this episode is going to talk about, of course, Wooden Warrior, which is the reason why we went there. But I also want to talk about our journey and also the history of this park, because this park really does deserve a full episode. And I'm going to give this park a full episode here. So basically, our journey when we started off here, we actually did the hidden run. Pretty much, we went there at the, pretty much right when it opened up there. We were one of the first ones in the parking lot and when we went to the parking lot there, we went right to Wooden Warrior. And the impressions of this park is, it's a really cute lakeside park. It really reminds me a lot of what uh the new Cognac Lake could be if people cared more about it. Because this park really is just stunning on where it is. It's right on this lake and it's just a fantastic place. The one sad thing about it was we did do a quick walkthrough of it, but really, we went there for Wooden Warrior. And we're going to talk about Wooden Warrior in a few minutes, but I really want to talk about the history of this park, because this park is actually one of the oldest parks out there. It's over 110 years old, and it was actually founded in 1908, and it was actually called uh, – I'm going to mangle this name, people, so if you're from, from Connecticut, please – leave me a comment on how bad I mangled this, but it's on Lake uh, Quazapoc. Amusement park is what it was. It's right on the shores of Lake Quazapoc. That's what I'm going with. So we're going to go with that. And it's in Middlebury, Connecticut there. And this one has a great history. Um, it was basically, you know, the typical trolley park that most of these uh, amusement parks nowadays actually started out with. But in 1937, there's three businessmen who just decided, you know what, we're going to buy this park from the trolley company and we're going to turn it into something. And they restored the carousel that was really beat down. Uh, they they added paddle boats there. They actually turned the old dance hall that was around in 1915. They grabbed that dance hall and roller skating apparently was a huge thing in the 30s and 40s. And they actually went there and they bought, pretty much turned it into a roller skating rink, the dance hall. And really, um, in 1952, they took a big leap forward here and they actually bought the kitty package from the Allen Herschel Company. So that's how they got a lot of their kitty rides was uh, in the 50s, they went there and they said, give us everything you got. Whatever you have, we want to take it there. And it just kept on growing and growing. And actually, since the 1970s, the late 1970s, they almost get a new ride every year. Now, of course, we're not talking about massive roller coasters and all that kind of stuff here. You know, they they definitely spend a lot of money and a lot of time on this park. So I want to give you a really quick walkthrough here because it's kind of two parks stuck together because they have the quasi amusement park uh, which is the dry rides and all that kind of stuff there but they also have a splash away bay water park which is really kind of like waldemere where a lot of the newer attractions go so when you get into the parking lot there you go in there and you pay for parking and it's not that bad actually but as soon as you get there right in front of you in the parking area it looks like is a music fest which is pretty much a himalaya and a tilt and whirl because every place got to have a tilt and whirl as you go by where the ticket booth is because they do the old-fashioned thing here where there's a lot of uh, individual tickets. Of course, you can buy day passes and stuff like that, but you can really just do the rides. I know when me and Devin went there, we basically just bought the tickets that we needed for Wooden Warrior because we knew we had to run off to Lake Compounds after this. So we went there, and as soon as you go by the uh, ticket booth there, you go inside there, and right to your right-hand side is the bumper cars. Yeah, they're, they're traditional bumper cars there. We never got a chance to ride them, of course, but these look like the bumper cars that you would get used to. So you walk in there and then there's there's a little water race kind of game there. Pretty much you're right in the middle of the water park and the dry park. So when you're right there, I'm going to go to the dry park first. I'm going to talk about that. And if you look straight ahead by the water race there, there is a paratroopers, uh, which is a traditional, yet again, a traditional amusement park ride. They have a lot of traditionals here. There We've always seen the Music Fest, which is the Himalaya. You got the Tilden World, which really nobody ever really changes the name of the Tilden Worlds. Once you go there, um, it's kind of like the main drag there. If you go to your right, you're going to the water park there. Right in front of you is the paratrooper. And then there's a ring toss game, but you really have to go to the left. So once you go to the left, there, right in front of you, is the yo yo. Now, it really everything is kind of gearing towards the lakefront because, of course, there's a beautiful lakefront. But what we did was, as soon as we went from the water race, we made a sharp, not just a left, but pretty much a 90 degree and headed towards pretty much back towards where the parking lot is, but on the other side of the fence. And uh, on your right hand side, there's a, a free fall, which is a small drop tower, not huge. Uh, there's a yo yo and a a frog hopper, and then there's a couple little kitty rides there. There's bouncing buggies and stuff like that. But the reason why you want to do that 180 back is because you want to get the Wooden Warrior. Now, Wooden Warrior turned out to be our 121st coaster credit, which we were thrilled with because we figured there's three over at Lake Compounds that's going to make. Our goal, and I won't tell you what our goal is, what 125 is, but we're going to make that because, you know, we get these credits, you get the four credits, LA Compounds, bam, you got an iconic coaster as your 125th ride, which is awesome there. Wooden Warrior is pretty much is what put this park. Onto the radar of coaster Enthusiasts, because this is a Gravity Group family coaster. And if you know anything about the Gravity Group uh, family coasters here, these are some of the best family coasters that are out there right now. It is amazing how popular these rides have become. You know, this was, I believe, the second one. The first one was, of course, Rorosaurus, but then it was Wooden Warrior. And since then, you've got Kentucky Flyer. You've got Oscar's Wacky Taxi. So these rides are really, really, really becoming incredible popular with coaster enthusiasts and that's just fantastic because you know these are it is a family coaster and once i tell you the stats you're going to be like wait a second people are actually uh, are riding this thing there because the stats are not very impressive but let me tell you that the stats don't really give this um coaster credit here so it's a gravity group uh, it came here on april 23rd 2011 it is a staggering 32 feet high but it does have a 36 foot drop so it's 32 high 36 drops, so it goes down a little hill there. It is 1,239 feet of track and goes a whopping 35 miles per hour. So you're listening to those stats and you're thinking this has got to be a pathetic piece of junk. You would be 100% wrong because even though the stats are not very impressive here for this uh, type of coaster... The way that Gravity Group makes this thing turn left, turn right, and does all that kind of stuff there, it is a thrilling ride. Like I said, if you did a Oscars Wacky Taxi or a Kentucky Flyer, you know this thing's got a lot of bunny hills. It's got really unique trains. You know, basically, you're. I'm not going to say that it's circular, but it's kind of circular because when you get into it, the lap bars actually come across almost like a uh, tilt well type of thing there, but it's a really neat little restraint system. It's a real comfortable restraint system. But what this restraint system gives you is a lot of airtime. So you're bouncing around and you're having a great time. And we were really thrilled for this to be 121st credit, especially on the day that we we're going to get 125th. Some other things. So when we were done with this, we headed right over towards the um, the lakefront there because we figured, OK, let's let's at least walk the park here. Now, yet again, I'm sadly forgetting a lot here because it kind of lent in with lake compounds and all the other things we did. And when we go back in 22 and we are going back this year... Uh, we're going to spend a pretty much a half day, full day there just to enjoy it. Some other highlights are they have uh, teacups, of course. They have a kind of a log flume type of thing called the Big Flush. Of course, they have a pirate ship, which is, uh, I think they call it tidal wave there. And then they have a yo-yo and all that kind of stuff there. Pretty much the other thing is, so right by Wooden Warrior is the Big Flush. And when you go to the other side there is a Grand Carousel. And of course, the Grand Carousel it's a marquee there. Janine will at least mention some things about it during one of our future episodes, uh, because I barely remembered quasi. I didn't want to bring Janine in on this one because she was never even there. So it wasn't much she could really share on this. But when you get past the Grand Carousel, you have the Quasi Express train, which is a nice little train. It's more kiddie train than adult train, but it is a very good ride there. And you pretty much you get right up against the water. Now, right against the water there, you have a whole game section there. But now you got some of the food locations and the food locations here are pretty good there. you got Bella and Betsy's Pizzeria. And then you got the Trolley Stop Pavilion, which is a great place. You grab your pizza. You can get out of the sun there. And then there is a ride, which is pretty much you've seen these everywhere. Uh, The one that really reminds me of it is the – it's basically a 360 – uh, pendulum but you're also twisting there so it kind of reminds me of the exact ride that's over at American dream if you've been there we actually posted something on our uh, YouTube channel there on it so it's a really intense ride so pretty much the the more most intense rides here or the most unique rides here in regards to thrills would be frantic which is what the name of that one is there of course Wind warrior and possibly the freefall everything else is very family oriented after you get by frantic you you basically have the main office there. You have the gift shop. You have an arcade. You have a laser maze they have there. And then you have a kiddie land, which is right up against the water. Uh, it's kind of neat how that's all there. We actually stopped over at Sweet Sensations because we got the couple, pretty much it was in the morning. So we wanted to grab just a few bites before we headed out to Lake Compounds. Uh, but from what I hear, the Quasi Restaurant, which is uh, pretty much right by the pedal boats and stuff like that, is another marquee place there. They said that's the place to get food. I know Kosher and Brew, has uh, done a lot of stuff at Quasi because this is pretty much Gabby's home park. So that also makes me feel bad because she loved this park growing up, and I really want to check it out more. Of course, a couple other things there. There's a lot of kiddie uh, rides here. You've got Skipper's Clippers, Up, Up, and Away, Helicopter. It's a really good family park and it's affordable too. I mean, the season passes, I think like $80 uh, for an adult. So this is a great park here. Uh, That's pretty much the walkthrough of the dry park there. Just like Waldemere, they're spending a lot of money on the other side there with the uh, Splash Away Bay water park there. And I know for a fact, they've got a saturation station. They got a lot of uh, water rides. uh, They have a stream body slides. Uh, They got some kiddie things there too. They've got uh, like the fish pond where the kids can go go there and splash and all that kind of stuff there. But uh, Rocket Rapids, Category 5 Rapids. The other thing about this place is they've got a lot of campandas. So everywhere you go, there is a lot of places for you to sit back and get out of the sun. That pretty much is Quasi, in a nutshell. There, so you go there for wooden warrior. If you like thrills, you got frantic. Um, if you like more of the family rides and you want to show, you know, you like a traditional amusement park. This place has your traditional rides. They got the paratroopers, the tilted worlds, the uh, grand carousels. You got bumper cars. Uh, you've got, I mean, it, pretty much frog hoppers. Uh, you've got uh, music fest, which is a Himalaya bumper cars. Uh, they have the big bumper cars there too. They have kitty ones and big ones, and you have pedal boats, so you can go out into the lake and enjoy it. Uh, Water park wise, uh, like I said, it seems to be a real solid water park. So one of our regrets from our first year was we didn't get to spend a lot of time there. But I guarantee you in 22, Guazi and Lake Compounds are must visits for us. We can't wait to go there. In particular, really, our YouTube channel has really taken off in the last 28 days. And I know a lot of people say that all the time, but in the last 28 days, we went from like 31 subscribers to 115 subscribers to basically we had about maybe three or 4,000 uh, total downloads. And now we're almost at 30,000. So in the last 28 days, we've been doing a lot with the YouTube channel. Now, we're not going to be in the loop. We're never going to be airtime thrills or coaster studios, but the fact that we get people who are actually liking what we're doing, and what are we doing there? Well, we're basically have kind of settled into three different types of videos here on our YouTube channel, and uh, of course, we do the shorts, and we upload at least once or twice a day uh, different shorts that we've done, and I've been to a lot of parks personally. I've got King's Dominion, Hershey Park. Uh, we've, I just came back from uh, Six Flags America, and of course, uh, King's Dominion. so there's a lot of different shorts that go up there, but we've also noticed that a lot of people are liking what we're doing with... Um, I call it Explore. It's kind of like the uh, review and rate uh, kind of thing that they do doing in the loop where basically... I'm going to go through a section of the park, and I'm going to show you that park. So we, so far, we explored the uh, Jungle Expedition Center of uh, Kings Dominion, and I just uh, getting ready to drop the uh, explore the entire park at Six Flags America, where we actually did a whole walk through the entire park. And last but not least, we like the shorts, but sometimes the roller coaster deserves a little bit more than a short. So we kind of call that focus on. So uh, the first one we're going to be dropping in the next couple of days is uh, focus on Mind Eraser, and yes, Mind Eraser is one of them because I went to Six Flags America to do some filming and because I haven't been there for two years and check out the park I gotta say the Harley Quinn Spin Sandy looks fantastic Wonder Woman's great the operations and security at this park has been fantastic but the other thing I went there for too and if you've been following our podcast you know I get motion sickness and I was planning on for a Florida trip to actually test out this relief band and I left it at home because I'm a dummy sometimes and then uh, you know when I went to Busch Gardens Williamsburg It was a cold day, so I wasn't sure if I wasn't getting motion sickness because it was cold or because of the relief ban. Well, finally, Six Flags America, I was like, I'm going to test this thing out. Because if I get sick, I can just sit on the bench for a little bit there and drive home. I already have all the credits. I already know the park pretty well. Well, I went on uh, Batwing, and I tried it, and I didn't get sick. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's go a little bit harder here. Went on Joker's Jinx, which if you are familiar with Joker's Jinx, it is a spaghetti bowl. Did not get sick. Went on Firebird, still good. Went on Roar, still good. Finally, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to really test this thing out there. And I went back on, yes, for the fifth time in my life, I went back on Mind Eraser, which if you follow our podcast, if you check out anything, you know Mind Eraser at Six Flags America has continuously won the worst coaster we've ever been on. And I rode it. And it actually wasn't a bad ride, but the key to this was... I did not get sick. So people, I'm going to tell you right off the bat here, and we are not a paid sponsorship on this. If you get motion sickness, I am highly recommending the relief band. This thing actually works. And I'm as shocked as you are now. I'm not going to lie to you. It feels really weird. Um, There are six settings on the one I have. I believe I have the sport one. If I go over, so one's okay, two's good. When I go three, my arm really feels weird. My hand really feels weird. So I usually don't go over three. But of course, when I know I'm getting ready to go into a crazy ride, I'll punch up to three. It goes up to six. When you have this thing on six, it feels really weird because sometimes you have to like punch through four, five, six to get back to the front. Uh, for my so I popped it on four because I was like, okay, this is what's going to knock me out. But really, guys, this relief ban really works. Unpaid sponsorship. I don't care. I'm not getting paid to say this. I'm just going to tell you that if you get motion sickness, instead of popping yourself with Dramamine, then drinking Red Bulls to stay awake, i.e. what I've been doing for the last five, six years... I highly recommend the relief band here. So that's basically my unpaid sponsorship on that. And that's why I went to Six Flags America, but definitely check out our YouTube channel. It's 125 Roller Coaster Challenge. If you like what we do, Please like the videos and, of course, subscribe. So, what's our next episode? Well, on Tuesday, you know what we haven't done in a while? We haven't done a coaster-style podcast here. Now, if you're familiar, we did floorless coasters with Floored. We did uh, inverted coasters. We've done classic wooden coasters. I'm not going to tell you what we're doing next, but the next one's going to be pretty good. So, that's what we're going to do on Tuesday. And then, actually, on Wednesday we are going to actually have our next break run talk. And this time we got Chris from Airtime Thrills. So if you know anything about YouTube channels, there's a couple marquee coaster ones that you have to watch. And I know I personally love Airtime Thrills. Uh, Every one of his episodes is well made. Uh, He's a great videographer. He actually lets people uh, use his raw footage. He actually has a baseball Uh, youtube channel now too so if you like baseball definitely check it out and uh, he's going to be on our next break run talk we're probably going to record it late on wednesday so we'll probably have it up by next friday and then of course after that we're going to be talking about the next park we did and it's going to be a one episode one off again too but hey it we're closing on 125 so of course late compounds here we go which one's going to be number 125 hey Let's get social. So, if you want to find us on Facebook and Instagram, it's very simple. It's one two five roller coaster. But if you want to find us on Twitter, it's a little bit more challenging. It's one two five roller coast. We could not get the ER. Once again, uh, we want to definitely uh, do a shout out here to our YouTube channel. Uh, we are not YouTubers. We are not video editors. But you know what? Uh, people are liking what we're doing, and we like doing what we're doing. Very important here is we actually do giveaways every week. And people are still like it. Are you still doing that? Yes. Check out our Instagram. We actually had two winners last week. Uh, We gave away Velocicoaster socks and an icebreaker uh, tumbler kind of drink cup there. So if you're interested in our giveaways, this is how you do it. We changed it up a little bit here, but if you want to get one entry, all you have to do is like our reels or follow us on Instagram because that is actually growing pretty good. We're up to almost 600, I believe, followers on Instagram there, or you can vote in our polls. Our polls are about 3 or 4 times a week and you can find them on our Instagram or stories or on our Facebook stories. So if you want to get two entries, subscribe to us on YouTube. We got 115 subscribers. We want more. And of course you can also follow us on Twitter. That's going to get you two entries every week. If you want three entries, rate and follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. So if you like us on our trend and stable podcast.com, that's going to give you three entries. Uh, if you want to rate us on Spotify, you want to follow us on Spotify, you want to follow us on Apple. We have about 200, 250, uh, followers slash subscribers on the different platforms. And then last but not least, if you want five entries, you want to get five entries into the giveaways, uh, you want to review us on either Apple Podcast, CastBox, Podcast Addict. Once you write a review, we're hoping they're good reviews. But if you just write a review, uh, you're going to get that information there. So just so you know, this week we are actually giving away a SeaWorld water bottle uh, your choice of a SeaWorld water bottle you also have your choice of a Twisted Timbers female shirt Uh, you also have a uh, Tumbili. I think I'm saying that right Uh, that's my latest coaster credit and we have a magnet for that we got a Kenobles pen and we got numerous other things too so check out our Instagram and you can see what we're giving away so I'm Paul and I'm going to see you in the queue in 2022